Hello again, Phantom fans, and welcome into another episode of Ghost Stories. Ghost Stories is the official podcast of the Youngstown Phantoms and can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, and many other popular podcatchers. Like, subscribe, rate, and leave a review today. I voice the Phantoms, Matt Lipsack, and joining me on the show today is a young man who played 105 USHL games, 88 of them. As a member of your Youngstown Phantoms, he put up 16 goals and 47 points in his USHL career and tacked on four goals in 11 games as part of the Phantoms' run to the 2018 Clark Cup Final. He played 85 games for the University of Nebraska at Omaha, those Mavericks over three seasons, scoring 12 goals and was a member of the NCHC All-Rookie Team in 2020. He will be joining the Providence Bruins of the AHL for the upcoming season from Bloomingdale, Illinois, Joey Abate. Joey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was quite the introduction. Hey, I'm <laughs> trying to pump you up, man. Yeah, I love it. I could I could use a tire pump every now and then. That, that's yeah. what I'm here. Everybody needs a hype man, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're a good hey, one. So I'll take Hey, I, I appreciate that, brother. But now, now, Joe, first things first, it has been alleged on this show that you may or, or may not have been the prankster in the locker room during your time here in Youngstown. Do you have anything to say in your defense? I have to say that that is quite the serious allegation among the uh -huh. group, but absolutely. I love to have fun. The truth is out. Room. Yeah, absolutely. We had a really tight knit group when I first got there in Youngstown and we were always, everybody was fun. We had a good group, uh, Esposito, Esposito is good. Barry, we had a lot of good, good guys in there that like to goof around a bit. The little water cup underneath the helmet before a morning skate. You would just grab the helmet, thinking you're just gonna put it on, going through the motions, boom, full of water. Oh no! So there's some good stuff. Taping sticks together. There's some good ones. Joe, you. Mm. I'd like to say, I, I want to say I'm disappointed, but no, that's that's hilarious. That's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's all good. All good fun. It is. So you, you mentioned, you know, Matt Berry and, you know, there was a huge Chicago contingent on that Phantoms team that made the Clark Cup run in 2018. Matt Berry, Mikey Joyo and Mikey, if you're tuning in, congrats on the engagement, big fella. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and then you and then later in the year, uh, Nick Cardelli joined in. So uh, the numbers, they, they speak for themselves, how big a role all of you played on that team. How awesome was it to get to play in the USHL with so many kids that you knew from, from juniors in the lower levels? It's really special because I played with Matt probably the year previous to uh, us playing together in Youngstown. I've known Mikey Joyo my, pretty much my entire life. He lives three minutes away from my house right now. I could, I could call him up right now and I'll be over there. But so it was good. It, it brings a sense of home. So you're so far away. You're in Youngstown even though I loved the Youngstown the whole time I was there, it's just, you're, you're not at home and you miss home. So to have guys like that constantly around you and you see them at the rink every day, it kind of reminds you of home. So it's, it, it helps, it helps a lot. So the, the way the story was told to me, and you know, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, when Nick Cordelli was put on waivers by the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders, all you Chicago boys got together and said, Hey, Jason, Hey, Brad, get this kid. He's kind of good. Any truth to these rumors? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a little back and forth.
forth between uh, the players and such, because we just got done actually playing. We were at a trip over in Cedar Rapids. We just played when Nick Cardelli was on Cedar Rapids and he had like three or four points against us in the two games, had a really good weekend. It was good to see him. And then that like following week, he, he just got released. It wasn't anything else, just a release. So he kind of was in limbo on where to go. And we, we had some couple conversations maybe. And uh, <laughs> fortunate enough, next thing we know, a week later, he's popping up in Youngstown. And, and of course, Nick uh, scored a big goal in the Clark Cup finals for yep. the Phantom scoring the overtime game winner in game two. And unfortunately, the only game the Phantoms would win in that uh, tight, uh, tightly played series. Unfortunately, the Phantoms fell in four games to the Fargo Force back there in 2018. Uh, it's been three full seasons now, if you can believe it, Joe, right. since you skated at the Cavelli Center. When you think about your time with the Youngstown Phantoms, what comes to mind? Just the guys. I mean, we, we obviously we had a really good run. We lost in the finals that year. And just just the bonds you build over the course of six, seven months that'll last. I talked to almost everybody on that team still to this day. So you could call up any one of them there. You could have a good conversation with them today. And they're all brothers, but you miss being there. You, so it's always like a constant memory of winning and losing in the championship. I, I can't I can't look at those those games. Can can you look at the no. highlights? No, no. I uh, unfortunately went to school with uh, a good guy, John Schult, who was uh, oh, no. a member of that Fargo Force team. And I uh, went over to the house a couple times and I had to see the ring and sometimes oh. you put it on. So, yeah, it's still it still hurts. <laughs> it still hurts. Um, you know, part of being on a junior hockey team is the, the relationship that you have with your billet families. Um, what can you tell us about the, uh, the folks that you got to live with here in Youngstown and uh, any special stories that you can share about your billets? Yeah. I mean, there was plenty of them. I had two, I had two billets. I had uh, a couple billets my uh, first year. Um, and then my second year, I lived with Connie, Connie Black. And my first, first year was Holly's income and their family, Talon, little Talon. Then when I went over to Connie's house and it's honestly awesome. It's, it's the bonds you build with them. I mean, it's obviously a, a different situation. You just pop up at the beginning of the season and you're like, Hey, I'm Joey. Nice to meet you. I'm going to be living here now, you know? So it's kind <laughs> of interesting, but the way they always, both families took me in right on right away. And they just, they're always, they're always with you and for you and care for you and wanting to succeed. So it's always special. You are tuning into Ghost Stories, the official podcast of the Youngstown Phantoms, and we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Anchor, and many other popular podcatchers. Like, subscribe, rate, and leave a review today. So let, let's move on maybe to a little bit more uh, current events, but I, I guess maybe before we get to development camp that you were just at for the Boston Bruins, tell me about your time in Omaha with, with the Mavericks. There's some tough competition out there in the NCHC. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of the best leagues in college hockey, obviously. A lot of a lot of good teams and a lot of good players play out of there. So every year, you know, in season and in conference are just going to be some battles. It's almost like playoffs every weekend. All, all the teams are so tight. So I really enjoyed the three years I was there. And I thought it I thought it helped a lot. Yeah, I mean, what this year's national champion Denver, you have North Dakota, um, just just a gauntlet, like you said, every single weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're the top of the teams. It's it's not a coincidence. Every time you look at the top 10, top 15 teams, every uh, every week when they update them, you got 
five, six NCHC teams all in the top 12. It's, it's a battle. So obviously not just all about hockey out there. What were your, uh, what were your studies like? Tell us about your, what you were majoring in. Um, I was majoring in finance, really liked the number side of it and uh, okay. had a, had a good start to that. So I liked it. So, you, you know, like I'm a communications guy, so numbers, not my thing. So when yeah. I need a stats, I can give you a call. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I think you got the stats down. I, <laughs> I follow you. So I see. The I'm, stats, I'm trying. I'm, I'm maybe trying. Maybe I can help a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe with the, the formulas, you know, what, once it's all up here, then, you know, it's like a steel trap. It's all up exactly. there. Exactly. It's not going anywhere. Any any favorite classes or classes you, you didn't like while you were out there walking around in Omaha? I, mean, I, li- I really liked all my finance classes. Real estate was really intriguing to me. A lot of good classes. Anything where maybe I uh, had to write some big papers, a couple of English classes and stuff, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of. But no, no, like even like I said, even me as a communication guy, big big papers. No, I, yeah. I know <laughs> I know specifically. Um, I remember one of my, my fifth year classes, um, we had to write like a total of 20 pages over three papers. Well, I think my total ended up being like 17 pages. I was like, that's good enough. Right. Cause they're, they're high quality pages. I'm a smart kid. Yeah. At least that's what I like to tell myself anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's tough. <laughs> so, so let, let's move on to, to current events. Th- this past week you were in Boston for Bruins development camp and, and any, familiar faces out there at all yeah it was it was a great week obviously in boston it was really nice to be there but it was a little taste of youngstown when i was there i got to meet some uh some youngstown phantoms that were the year after me i believe and then saw a couple familiar faces from when i played there so it was really nice so yeah for for those that don't know uh attending boston bruins development camp this past week joey abate uh georgie merkulov who you got to meet trevor kuntar who you played with mike callahan who you played with. Um, I don't think Curtis Hall was there, but he's going to be no. on the Providence roster with you this coming yeah. season. And then uh, Riley Duran also at development camp this yep. uh, past week. And you may be skating with Riley in Providence in the next year or so. So uh, yeah, Youngstown reunion out there in Boston. Yeah. What You know, you, you and I were, were talking about this. How crazy is it to think that, you know, over the next two or three seasons, we could see five or six players who used to be in Youngstown skating for the Providence Bruins or maybe even the Boston Bruins. Yeah, it's, it's special. I mean, it just goes to show you what, uh, what Youngstown brings and it, we, it's good mix of East coast player. I think I'm the only Midwest player out of that bunch, <laughs> I believe. So yeah, no, it's, it, it was good to see all the guys and meet some of the guys that I didn't meet before, but we're teammates of Kuntar the year following. So it was really good it's funny because you build such relationships with these guys and then you go home after the season and then some guys go to school and whatnot, but you all go home to your respective homes. For me, Kuntar was in New York and I was in Chicago. So then I went to school and I haven't seen Kuntar in probably, probably that, three since years, that yeah. season, five years. Yeah. Almost. I mean, three, three, yeah, three, four years. So it was kind of crazy get to see him and it's right. It's right back to where you started really picked it right and, up. And he, any pink shirts for Trevor over the weekend? <laughs> no, no, but I did notice a, a theme that all the shirts were getting a little tighter on Kuntar. I think he's got to bump up a size. I mean, he's probably just spending too much time in the weight room yeah. over there on Chestnut yeah, Hill. Too many so. push-ups, I think. Trevor, take it easy, man. 
<laughs> but no, the, the BC Eagles looking to bounce back after a rough season this year. Uh, brand new head coach, Jerry York, has decided to hang it up. Um, the legend, Jerry York, we wish him the best in retirement. Um, but and, any stories you can share about, you know, any of your any of the Phantoms guys that you ran across from development camp? Uh, nothing. There's just a couple of good dinners, good dinners with the guys. I get to meet Georgie. That was a, that was a treat. I, uh, I missed him. Uh, he was a year after me. So just getting to share some memories that, that, uh, that Georgie had Duran, just, just that same old, uh, camaraderie in the locker room. So it was good. We got to talk about the deep freeze. I believe it was the Youngstown Phantoms practice rank, share some memories about that playing sewer in the, uh, in the lobby and stuff. So it was good. It was really good. So can you tell what goes on at, at development camp? Obviously there's some skill work. They, I saw, you know, some cooking going on a little bit of community service work, you know, tell us uh, what all happened last week. Um, it, it was really good. Um, first couple of days were some tests that off ice and on ice tests that they, uh, physical training tests that they want to uh, establish. And then following after that, you kind of just play hockey. It's really nice. You, you get on the ice probably two hours every day. Um, you work hard, maybe get a lift in. And then from there, you, you kind of just, you take the day by day, whatever they have scheduled for you, you do. Some days it was community service. Sometimes we got to row. We went out rowing on the Charles River. So that was pretty cool. Um, top golf, couple dinners. It was, it was really an action-filled uh, week there. So it was really good. What would you say maybe the differences between what they were teaching you in the professional level and maybe what you were taught uh, how to take care of yourself uh, at the NCAA level? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was it was good. Um, there was a lot of lot of help, a lot of help there uh, for you off ice, on the ice, just the ability to ask questions to pretty much everybody. And they were they were able to point you in the right direction with an answer. Not that that's different at the NCAA level. I mean, we had great coaches and everybody's willing and wants to help you. So it was good just to see that again. So. You played the past three seasons at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Easy enough for me to say. Um, <laughs> deciding not to come back for your fourth year, going to Providence. Uh, what led to the decision to not only turn pro uh, one, but two? What led you to Providence? You know, personally, when I think of the Boston Bruins, that organization, I think skate through the guy in front of you and. For some reason, Joe, you're coming to mind. I don't know yeah. why, why that is. Yeah, I thought I think the play style is uh, it's going to fit pretty well. So I think that was one of the things that maybe I gravitated towards and they gravitated towards me. So and we saw a fit and I saw an opportunity and was given an opportunity and sat down with my family and talked about it. We thought it was uh, too good of an opportunity to pass up. So I pounced on it. Outstanding, brother. Well, I'm personally looking forward to seeing you in the black and gold. Hopefully, uh, the, the Bruins will make it to Cleveland this year, and all of uh, we can get a big Youngstown contingent up there to cheer for you and Curtis and Georgie and Mike. I think I got all four that are going to yeah. be on the roster yeah. this year. Yeah. I mean, and that's assuming Georgie doesn't make it to the NHL out of Bruins camp because absolutely we, Georgie we both know he can fly up there and he's got some kind of, of playmaking ability from a hockey standpoint absolutely he's a special talent absolutely so 
Joey, I, I can't thank you enough for joining us here on Ghost Stories, man. It's been too long. Yeah. We I've been we've we've been trying to get this set up for a couple of years now, and finally uh, able to to get it done. I, I can't thank you enough for joining me here on the show. Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me on. We've uh, we've been back and forth quite some times, but I thought it was perfect. No uh, no better fit than after camp. We got some things to talk about. Talking about Youngstown, it brought brought back to me all my uh, old good buddies. So it was nice to that we could do this. Thank you. So forward for the Providence Providence Bruins, Joey Abate. Joe, thank you again for tuning in, buddy. Yep, thank you. I'm Voice of the Phantoms, Matt Lipsack. We will catch you next time for another episode of Ghost Stories. Sound out, fade to black.